You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Actually, it's a guy friend that was like, oh, dude, it's, your hair is going to look wild if you braid it. So I said, Not all right. Not just one braid. It was a double braid. It was, it was a one like, braid. It was like a, a little, one braid. Like a little Dutch girl. You didn't it see the back of it. It was not a Dutch girl. Yes, like a little. It was not like, like a little Dutch like girl. Like you would be in Sweden, like no, yodeling. It was a fucking samurai situation. You were not samurai. You were more like a little Swedish girl yodeling at the top of a mountain. Oh my God, that's what your hair looked like. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died, so my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with My Mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poter. We're chatting about sex twice a week. On Mondays, we chat with you, our wonderful listeners. We answer your comments and questions. And that, was, that would be today. That's exactly right. And on Thursdays, we have a guest. And uh, we had a... Uh, just, just to give you an update, we did a recording this past week. Yes. On a Wednesday. We did a With a, a couple, very special guest. We did a couple recordings. That's the, that's what I wanted to talk about. So with a very special guest on Wednesday, we had, if you're on Instagram, you can check her out, Princess Shank, a.k.a. <laughs> Sarah. Sarah Wineshank. And she's a comedian. She's like very into weed, it turns out. There, my mother is blowing banaca into her mouth like it's the 1990s. <laughs> so... She's, we, she's, we, her whole thing is weed. I love it. She's, it's fashion, it's comedy, it's weed. Especially the weed. She so she immediately came over and my mother said we should get high. It it wasn't like that. Okay, you act like I like out of the. You're movie. right. It was in the DMs that we before she even came over. You were saying we should get high. Well, because that's her talk whole about thing. sex. So we did. She came over. We got high. We got high, and we talked about and we talked about sex, sex amongst other things. But and I will say, the interview has not come out yet, but just expect an interview in which my mother becomes a motor mouth. And I don't get in a word in edgewise. That is not true. You got it is one hundred percent true. You didn't get a word in edgewise. Not one word. I didn't. Realize it, it, was, it. it was Sarah's sex talk with my mom. Uh, Sarah was talking. Sarah and you, you were talking. You got lots of stories out there. I, you know what? I don't know what happens to me. I become very talkative. You got extremely talkative because of gorilla glue. Yep, gorilla glue. Who? My mother supplied the weed. She got us all stoned. She she smoked me out of the table. I got. Extremely high and almost comatose by the Patreon bonus episode. So get well, ready for that okay, one. Okay, so it wasn't just like this one-sided that we were talking. It was also that you were in your own little coma. I I got I went down. I went I went under. <laughs> you know, we, I was anesthetized. Yeah. So it's it's interesting because I think your body is very ultra sensitive to everything. I am uh, sort of in the middle, and she's this girl can smoke. I, cu- I couldn't believe this. She was pounding. Pounding, and she wasn't even close to being as high as I was. I know. What the hell's going on there? You're a very sensitive lad. Okay, well then, so the sensitivity continues the following day, because she says... Uh, I liked her a lot. She, you liked her a lot. Mom, in the middle of it, in the middle of the whole interview, she can't even control herself. She goes, I love you. 
I, and by I, the end of it, it was a love affair between the two of them. Yeah, I do. I, I really wanted to like continue this funness. The funness it, continued because she was like, well, we got to do this tomorrow on my podcast right. called The Shank Podcast. You right. should check it out. It's a funny one. It, our episode with... So the following day, we went to her studio. We recorded with her. Again, same fucking thing. Got high again. One o'clock in the afternoon. What uh, the fuck? Both afternoons. Who gets high in the middle of the day? I know. And you got pissed at me because I wasn't able to help you edit. Oh I my kept God. falling asleep. Oh, I was livid. I, I, cause I, 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 meanwhile, I'm trying to stay awake and I look over at you. Pass the fuck out. Yeah. Dictating that we need this, a specific episode. So we had the pleasure mechanics on this past week. But we'll get into oh that. Oh my we'll God. You are like Mr. Motormouth right now because you drink tea. Oh yeah. See, tea gets, tea, tea is tea my weed your, basically. Tea is your weed. And I got to tell you something. I don't even normally, I, I literally, I know you think I'm like smoking weed all the time, but I'm not. No, it's just two days this past week. Two days the past week, no, actually. And yeah, yesterday I, you had edibles. I, what the fuck? Because they gave us samples. <laughs> okay, you forget to mention that. This the, is a whole give a moose and muffin thing. The studio that we went to gave us like a whole care package of stuff. And I don't ever do edibles, but your brother came over. I'm like, why don't we do one of these edibles? I took like a, a half of a... Uh, of, a, of a tiny square which equals like three milligrams which is still more than you drink when you drink can i drink a cannabis drink called can it's phenomenal two milligrams of thc and i got completely fucked up <laughs> it, I, honestly it, it got so bad okay so i i smoked on wednesday and thursday for both the podcasts yeah on friday i decided i'm not gonna Take, do anything took a break i took a break like a break is if I, I do this all the time and this is a big thing. No, I never smoke weed. This is the whole thing. So on Friday, I go to a clown show. I have never been more socially anxious in Aww. my life. Aww. In my life, I've never been so socially anxious. You're not a socially anxious little lad. I am I am anxious, but in other capacities. Well, not we, usually we with regard to well social. We very well know that social. you get some anxiety regarding like bed bugs and things like that. I haven't had a bed bug scare in quite some time. You're due for one. Thank you. I have I have had uh, different types of cancer scares, but never oh, not a bed bug cancer. scare. Yeah, oh, okay. last night, four in the morning. Scared. That's a cancer scare. Well, I always think I have Parkinson's, so we're we're we we're, got it covered. We're doomed. Yeah, we got we got it covered. But anyway, I will say that I I called you up the following day, Saturday morning. I wake up and I I call you up and I said I not smoking weed again. That shit makes me completely socially anxious when I do two in the, two two in the two days in a row. And next day, I got the Sunday scaries, even though it was a Friday because it was. I know, and I was so bummed because I was gonna, I was gonna suggest that we do every podcast high after that. You, you not only did you suggest it on that call, you first negated everything I said on the Saturday call. Well, you said you said it's not, it's not it. even possible you're that talking, you could do this. You're talking like almost forty-eight hours. No, I smoked. Well, I smoked Wednesday. I smoked Thursday. And then on Friday, I took a break and it was got very anxious. I called you Saturday morning and you said, no chance this is related to the weed. This is related to your psyche. I and I said, it's entirely related to my psyche. That was fucking <laughs> exacerbated by the fucking weed. What did your brother say? He also said the same thing. But I, He said it's ridiculous. Everyone else who doesn't like getting high with me or, do, or doesn't you know, have a, so a you're fucking bias said that it, it entirely makes sense. It, well, it, you know, knowing you, once you get the idea in your head then it, it, it get out of here with it exacerbates no yeah that, that no, no no well that happens to me i know if i get anxious then every single thing i think about has to do with that i'm telling you i was socially anxious what happened i'm sitting in the fucking i'm sitting in the before because i'm with my friend my friend is a fucking clown and he decides he wants to eat a burrito 
in the house of this theater. Are you not allowed to eat burritos? You're not even allowed to be in the house. He's he's in the house of the theater before everyone's setting up. He, he, we're not part of the show. We're friends with people in the show. This is in a house. The the the, the house of the theater. The, oh, the, the theater. The, the, okay, the theater. The theater we're sitting right. in the theater. You're supposed to be out. In, you're not even supposed to be eating outside food. But so we you brought got our own paranoid burritos. about the, f- the food. So I get all paranoid. I'm I'm like, why are we even here right now? Because the people are setting up. I I would get livid if some people are setting up i'm i'm setting up my show and these people are just eating burritos and talking loudly in the house I got why very would that neurotic, bother you very neurotic then after the show i i went backstage in the green room with them with all the people you know this was a this is a high quality clown show yeah the cool of the cool were back there so you and got i got very anxious okay. you got anxious that you're not as cool as the cool that's exactly right yeah it was Fuck like a that. little like a little boy in a uh in like seventh grade like hanging out with the cool Aww. kids and it felt it was, really it was, anxious. All, it was all in your mind though all in my mind and i think a lot of it was as a result of smoking weed so and they, by the way everyone's smoking weed back there <laughs> so i'm like oh gosh i smoke weed again no i shouldn't smoke weed yes I, you should have probably no, smoked weed and calm the fuck down you imagine and then saturday i was barely holding it together Okay. Yeah. So, what is your decision? The decision is I'm never smoking weed again. That that's not the decision you made after that. You it's, you wanted to do two episodes a month high. Yes, I still do. I'd like to hear from anybody that's on. Uh, I agree with your mother, says Katie, Glitter Bomb. Um, hey, do you see this? Yeah. On Instagram. Um, Thank you, Katie Glitterbomb. Does anyone believe me or feel any of the sensations that I'm describing? We're, that we're talking, or I'm completely alone. It's not like you did like purple mescaline. It honestly feels that way. You didn't do like some sort of acid trip. You did. You you didn't even smoke. I think you drank a can. First day I smoked. Okay. The and second day. And you made day. fun of me for not smoking enough. But the second day. The second day I drank a can of weed. You drank two milligrams, which is less, I think, than my, my Parkinsonian 87-year-old no, mother took. No, she does not. T- she only takes one milligrams. But she does So half stash says 50-50, kind of agrees, kind of doesn't. Okay. The fact that men are inevitably uncomfortable, how do we fix it? Mm. What? Mom, I don't... Oh. You drank a can of weed. Yes, it's C-A-N-N. It's two milligrams of weed. It is phenomenal. It just made me very paranoid the next day. Yeah, I think well, it's the double whammies. The drug, drug, Wednesday, Thursday, one, two punch. Maybe next time you just have to drink a lot of fluids. Wash uh, it through. Lisa says, I just want to hear you do an episode where I really know Cam is high. I agree, Lisa. I think that was really... F- yeah, yeah, I think you... I think you. <laughs> do you think I was high in that one? Or, or? I think they were... I think you were not high until after we got done with the podcast. I know, I know. That's when the because edibles like take no, longer to adjust. No, it had nothing to do with it. It's just because I was, you know, when I'm in a cerebral state, I, like trying to have a conversation, I don't feel it as much. I don't feel as uninhibited. well. When you got back, feel inhibited. You got you got loose. You started dancing around. You started eating butter on an orange. You started eating butter on a jam. You you were dancing around, doing some sort of. I was eating. I, yeah, I was eating butter uh, oranges with butter on it. I took a video of this, so I will put that on Instagram at oh, some Oh, that's point. what you're going to put on fucking Instagram? All uh, right. Okay. I want to, uh, I wanted to talk about another, another situation. What? So, I'm, as you can imagine, I have a lot of hippie friends. As only, well, I, what do you mean I can imagine? You know my friends. They're a bunch of hippies. I don't know they're, if they're hippies. They're j- fucking weird. They're not necessarily hippies. What I think of hippies is like, you know, 
Then when the moon is in the seventh house, that kind of hippie. Like what do you think of my friends? Like How would you describe style? my friends? Your friends. Freaks? They Okay. They, and in some sense, they do look like they're right out of the movie Hair. And yeah. some, in other sense, they do look like they went to the thrift store and decided to pull anything off the rack and try it out. <laughs> Male or female, doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and in another sense, I think that their looks are not going to attract the opposite sex if that's what they're looking for. You think it will attract the same sex? Possibly. And no, are, no, I will not. This is a group of men and women, Let me women, tell you why I will not. Okay, here's the deal. I once went out with a guy who all he wanted everywhere was little figurines of cows. I mean, he had cow, he had, everything was a cow motif. Mm. Like a place, you know, when you walk in the welcome mat, little cows. Yeah. Little cow figurines, little cow doorbells. I mean, little. Wait, what little, the fuck? There were little cows everywhere. No way. Everywhere. So I'm thinking, is it What's possible? What's going on with the little cows? I'm thinking he might be gay. Why? Because I never met a heterosexual man that was so into little figurines. And you met a lot of gay men that are into little little cows. No, and that's the point. So I went to my gay, um, my gay friend, and I asked him. I said, "Listen, I'm dating this guy right now. He's really into little cow figurines and cow motifs, and you know, like he had cow posters on the walls and things like that. He had, there was a lot of cows, and he goes." I said, I just want to know, does that sound like he might be gay? And he said, no, that's not gay. That's quirky. <laughs> so what I'm thinking is yeah. you and your friends are not necessarily gay, but you certainly are quirky. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you for, for, for not Identifying is uh, just quirky. Yeah, I don't know what else to, to say about it. Rapid judgments about my uh, well, sexual orientation, which well, Dees did, well, by the way. Okay, let me explain something. You walked into the house... Wearing nail polish, and not just na- any nail polish, different color nail polish on one hand. We already established it. Uh, I guess we will establish this in a future episode. But Na- I, I okay. went to CVS and my friend decided we were buying nail polish for a friend. And he decided. No, there was a girl. Decided, it was a girl. She decided we need to try the nail polish to make sure it's the right colors. And then next thing you know, she's taking shit off the shelves of CVS and putting it on my fingernails. Can you imagine if you were arrested and then and they? I thought we might have. I, you were arrested for like basically stealing nail polish, even though you weren't stealing, you left it there. No one gave but, a flying fuck. But what if you were? Can you imagine telling that? Well, what what are you here for, police officer? Uh well, I am here because I stole nail polish from cvs yeah three layers to be exact three different bottles three, yeah three i didn't steal the actual bottles just a couple layers and i ended up buying two of the layers two of the two of the polishes anyway all right well they i they, started they thinking the I, should, I should start offering manicures in cvs not a bad idea right okay you got a lot whole fucking you got you can i like that all right, so let's get back to them. Anyway, I like this grunge look with the fucking fingernails. All right, okay? so he, you, so first you come in with the nail polish, and the next day you come in with your hair braided, like like a little girl, like a little girl does when they're in grade school when they have the two braids I'm in the back of their head. I'm hanging out with girls. They're all they wanted to. They I, I wanted to see, actually. It's a guy friend that was like, "Oh, dude, it's, your hair is gonna look wild if you braid it." So I said, Not "All right." Not just one braid. It was a double braid. It was. It was a one braid. It was like a, a little, one braid. Like a little Dutch girl. You didn't see the back of it. It was not a Dutch girl. Yes, like a little. It was not like, like a little Dutch like girl. You'd be in Sweden, like no, yodeling. It was a fucking samurai situation. You were not samurai. You were more like a little Swedish girl yodeling at the top of a mountain. Oh my God, that's what your hair looked like. That is not. Okay. You walk in here and we're supposed to take you like, okay, now are we supposed to say, yes, that's a, that's a cool look? No, or it wasn't are, a cool you want us to look. Tell Obviously, the truth? it's not a cool look. 
it's an exploratory look. What are you I'm exploring? exploring. How, to, how to get to the top how of the mountain? How are you supposed to know how you want your hair if you don't fucking explore the different hairstyles? You need to be wearing like a layer hosen. No. <laughs> with little suspenders and little green shorts and little elf shoes. And it would have been perfect. Ca- Captain Megan says, well, wait, what samurai braids their hair? And a double braid. Not just a single braid. I feel like that's a thing, the samurais. The, does, the does, samurais I don't know anything about samurais, but I could tell you, you look like a little Dutch girl. <laughs> okay, well, anyway, I, I maybe it would be a good character. Who fucking knows? But do I need D's going, oh, wow, so gay? What a fun is he? <laughs> He's a from bro. A, such a different a generation. A different Who gener- calls He's people a, gay these days? Why am I dating an old man? It is. It's like such a different generation. Well, your your dad probably would have said the same thing. Different generation doesn't make him any better. He caught you when you were like four years old with an eyeshadow. I think this is a rebellion. Yeah, and he said, "What are you doing with the eyeshadow?" No, he yelled at me for. He said, "My son will not wear makeup." Yeah, he was very livid about that. Look at me now, fucking rebelling like a motherfucker as a a thirty as a thirty year old. Thirty year old rebellion. I'll show you, Dad, from the grave. I'm wearing nail polish and I'm double braiding my hair to look like a little Dutch girl. That's right, Dutch girl. <laughs> who, who yodels? Is it Swedish girl. Holland. Holland Dutch. Dutch. Yeah, we got the Dutch thing going on. So is that is that right? Dutch. Oh, yeah, uh, I think Dutch. All right. Does anybody else? Uh, I mean, if I look at this, look what? at this. Captain Megan says my boss braids his hair in double braids, and he's not gay. Look at that. So suck it. Is he quirky? He's probably quirky. All right. Anyway, I think this generational difference is it just. It really comes out full force in that I enjoy explore like seeing how how much we can push the envelope in terms of what we look like, what we wear, that type of shit. Your generation, not not a actually, you should have been in a generation. The seventies were a time that you could do this. I don't know. You lost it at some point. I lost it. You became macho, macho man. I'm, I'm gonna be a neurotic, anxious. I have to prove myself overcompensating macho man. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about your generation and D's in particular, <laughs> who's not even part of your generation. He's the one below yours. <laughs> and we got Tracy who says, so did my son, and he's defo not gay. All right. So, All right. Also, so I think it's, 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 by the way, it's, it's outdated to even be like... Gay or straight? Yeah, yeah. Look at this. F to the U to the C to the K says, I keep my hair short and I don't wear makeup. I'm gay. I don't think... <laughs> <laughs> Things like makeup should make people assume you're gay or straight. Completely agree. Yeah, I know. I, I like some of my gay friends are dressed much more macho than you. That's for damn. There sure. are straight guys who enjoy wearing panties. Look at that. That would be him. This Me? Is the next time I see you, you're gonna end up coming in wearing. No panties. chance I'll be wearing panties. I'll tell you why. Why? They're gonna hit, hurt your balls. They're way too tight on my on my balls. What if you bought big panties? Oh, like granny panties? Yeah. That's a good character, actually. <laughs> I do see it as like this. Is, these are little characters you can play. So that's the thing. You're such a clown all the time. We don't know if you're being serious or not. Yeah, but the I way still that don't. He, the way that you're treating me when I come in and making van, like quick like personal attacks. When you on me, walk in, I never know what you're gonna look like. Yeah. So then that's what you should know. Usually it's a thrift store. Today I was I tried to today I tried to shave my face with this electric razor and I so, I was trying to do it over the the toilet as opposed to the sink because I almost clogged the sink last time I did this. Okay, I so I can't, but there's no there's no fucking mirror in front of the toilet, so I'm shaving basically blind, <laughs> and I look down and there's a lock of hair. I I shaved off a whole <laughs> lock of hair. Oh my god, you need help. 
Yeah. I do need help. Like, like, have you ever th- heard of something called a mirror? I, I have it over the sink, but it was too fucking... It was, you, didn't, you weren't following. Tracy says, there are straight guys who are more feminine than women. LOL. I think, honest, honestly, I, I, I fucking toe that line. Okay. So In I, fact, I, I like women who tend to play more masculine roles. So what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. That's what I'm saying. You're, you, you know, you, you just got to walk in, in and say, listen, I like being uh, fluid, gender fluid, and you guys have to just say, oh, we're happy for you. I'm not even going to label myself as gender fluid because I don't necessarily consider myself a woman. I or you're or you know. You like to dress gender fluid. No, it's not. I just like to fucking experiment, and that's it. Okay, Mister Clowny. That's it. Take it, that, and put it in your pipe, your fucking weed pipe, and smoke that weed pipe, mother. I will be happy to do so. And I would like to do it with you. I literally had the most fun time all day, Tuesday and Wednesday. I was so bummed when, that we didn't have a podcast. Or Wednesday you and Thursday. Were so, yeah, you were fucking bummed that when I called you and said I didn't want to get high again. I had so much fun. All I could say is it was fun for me. And of course I fell in love with this girl. Right, here we go. Her name is Sarah. Sarah. I don't know why I'm having such trouble remembering her name. Anyway... I fall in love with her because she's hilarious. And she's, she's very, cute. And very, very cute. Very stylish, by the way. Very stylish. Fall in love with her. How would I possibly ever be in a relationship with someone who smokes so much weed? Like We're on different planets most of the time. <laughs> Maybe that's why you fell in love with Completely her. Completely different planes. I think the weed might have helped in the situation in terms of falling in love easily. I was I was in love with her. You fell in love. Fast, fast love. You actually attract that type of... She, because she's friends with Chelsea Skidmore, who came on the show. It, you, you attract this like very uh, bold, you know, fun loving, fun loving, you know. Don't uh, give uh, a flying ir- fuck. Yeah, irreverent women. I love irreverent. Um, you anything? Women. Yeah, yeah, you do. I'm the queen of irreverence. Okay, I love F to the C to the U to the K says. Uh, I like big, hairy, macho men who could pull off wearing panties in the bedroom, LMAO. Most people would assume that I'd like or be very feminine. It's bizarre world we live in. Completely agree. Look at that. We also have Tracy says, mother and son gets high together. Lol. That's right. Tracy. Tracy. Talk about it twice this week. Try, Tracy. It was a one-two punch. My mother was forcing, trying to force it the third time. I suggest time. all mothers and their children get high together because it's fun. As a matter of fact, Jesus Christ. I ate an edible with my younger son, and that was fun, too. Fucking outing Gerald right now. Gerald, by the way, <laughs> we don't need to go into Gerald's tolerance levels, but needless to say, we have very different body types. Jeremy had a friend over yesterday that said he ate a 300 milligram. Um, now you're outing Gerald's friends. Yeah, well, who the hell knows? who? The, I, for, I already forgot the kid's name. Anyway, he 300 milligram, and it lasted like for like a week. I would be so freaked out. And he was totally cool about it. He's like, oh, yeah, it just lasted a week. It made the train ride go quickly. I'm like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? Holy fuck. It, it's fuck. I would have been out of my mind. I uh, literally. I, I, I would have been. I have to, have to be hospitalized. Yeah. You know, and I looked up for you about anxiety with weed. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I just you wanted, thought it helped. It, I, I read some articles that say it's supposed to help with anxiety. And that's why people do it. But then I also read that that. Um, you, there are kids that end, or people in general that end up going to the hospital because they get freaked out. Yeah. Oh, easy. 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 Easily could happen easy. to me. Did you want to talk about your love for concerts? Yeah. So I love concerts, as you guys know. It's my happy place. 
What do you mean, as they know? I've talked about my love for concerts on this podcast before. Okay. I love it. I absolutely love going. Particularly the Avett Brothers? Particularly my favorite, the Avett Brothers. But also, it's been my thing all throughout like my life that I love going to concerts. And live music and being high and in a happy place and all that. But my body has decided that it does not like standing anymore. Which causes a problem because it's a conflict of interest. Then it is definitely a conflict of interest. It's a conflict of interest. So what's the solution to this? I now am taking a letter from my orthopedic doctor to the concert I'm going to tonight, which is Coldplay, and it's hopefully because you know when it's it's general admission and you have to get there at seven thirty, and he doesn't even come on until nine o'clock. That means he's going to play till eleven. That means I'm standing for four and a half There's hours. There's got to be a handicap section. Right, but I have to go early to the handicap section to get it and sit there for two hours. So I, I'm just a little bit... Uh, How do you know you have to go there early? Because it's two backup bands. How do you know you have to... But you think people because are gonna everybody's be going to want to be in the handicap section. What do you mean everyone's going to want to be in the handicap section? Who's, who is everyone? Well, anybody... Other people your age? Anybody my age. There's not going to be anyone your age there. At Coldplay? Why wouldn't there be? Yeah, maybe at Coldplay, actually. I don't know anyone else that this actually gets tickets to being, a concert, though. This is a problem with being the thirsty boomer. <laughs> my daughter named me that and i now have a twitter handle the thirsty boomer but this is the problem it's actually boomer thirsty because you can get set up on thirsty boomer okay well this is the problem and if anybody understands my my dilemma please let me know what you guys have come up with for when you're going to general admission concert. why don't you bring your and own... here's another problem what i'm only five two the average person is at least five six or so and the and men in general can be up until the six foot Something or others. You know what you so need. So it's like I'm standing claustrophobic in a mosh pit of people that are sweating and pushing, trying to see over their heads. It, it's you very frustrating. You need to bring a lawn chair. You know what we looked up yesterday? Me and uh, uh, Stilts. Yeah, you could wear stilts. Can you I, imagine I was thinking, like, or me like, on stilts? You, you need, I was thinking first a lawn chair, and then I was like, no, you need like a lifeguard chair that sits all the yeah, way up there. that would be perfect, though. That's well, exactly that, what you need. That's what I need. <laughs> if anybody has a solution, I'm open to it. Uh, Captain Megan, do you have a roundup of all these comments on Castbox? Because we we're getting a lot of uh, a lot of comments coming in here. So, although this is called sex talk with my mom, we talk about all subjects that normally moms and kids and or, or anyone of different generations typically don't talk about because it gets uncomfortable. I like that you uh, specify that, mother. Well, I just want people to know it's not just moms and sons. It could be moms and daughters. It could be daughters and dads or whatever. I want to. Uh, share an experience that I had recently. Are you ready for this one? If you yodel first. Okay. So I, I, uh, I was out with a friend. We were getting dinner and we had to be getting dinner next to this. It was next to like a bird. Were you like with a, a guy or a girl? It was a girl. Okay. Next to us in the girl has a boyfriend. So we're just okay, platonic got, friends. Got it, got it, got it. So I, uh, but we went out, to, we went to dinner. The boyfriend was out of town. So I said, we were thinking about what activity we could do next. And we decided to go to this place called in L.A. called Jumbo's Clown Room, which is a strip club. It's not a strip club. Have you been there? I heard about it from some other people. They said it was more of like a burlesque club. Kind of like burlesque. Then no one's ever getting completely naked. Right. All all underwear stays on. They the one person comes out at a time. They do their dance. And you throw money at them and they get off stage. What and kind of it. dance is this? Like a sexy sexy dance. Like a Gypsy Rosalie where you take off your yeah, gloves yeah, yeah, and yeah. but you you don't see boobs. No. No tits. No ass. Correct. Okay. So, you know, but they're wearing lingerie and shit like that, so you can you can see cheeks. So what kind of you, dancing? I don't know what, what kind of dancing is this. 
like a pole dancing. Oh, you see, oh, there's a pole. It's a pole dancing situation. Oh, you never mentioned the pole. Yeah, there's one person that come out and they dance around the pole. There's mirrors and shit, and then they get off stage after you. So give you them went money. there with a girl, a friend that's a girl that has yeah. a boyfriend. Yes. Okay, got it. So we were, you know, it's just a night on the town. Yeah. To see what goes on. I so think we, it's very adventuresome. It was pretty adventuresome. Yeah. So we go in there and uh, I we both get uh, club sodas because we don't really want to drink. What? And, both of you? Yep. And so. <laughs> And when we go, we get the, cl- the $6 each. Oh, well, it's, it's more like for the drink minimum. Type yeah, of thing. it was exactly the drink minimum type of thing. So I pay for both. I get some singles. I get eight singles in return. I give them 20, get eight singles. I give this girl four of the singles. I take four of the singles. Actually, I let, I, we. I am so confused. What the fuck are you talking basically, about? Basically, I take the remaining money. We go and we sit in the front row. Oh, is this the kind of place that you can like put money in their G-string type yes, of thing? Yes, oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. You don't put money in the you G-string. You went to a strip you club. You don't actually put money in the G-string. It's not really a strip club because people aren't actually coming around. And doing lap dances. Doing lap dances. It's just one person coming out, doing a pole dance and getting the fuck off stage. And you kind of just like let it rain ones, okay? Oh, so, okay, okay, gotcha. Like so, Hustler. I haven't seen it, but I think that's probably it. Anyway, so we're sitting in the front row. We're throwing dollars when we can. We don't have that many singles, so we're throwing when we can. And you wouldn't believe it. These three women behind us start counting the money that we're throwing. One dollar. That's it. <laughs> you, if you, you, you got prime. The, eventually, they come the up. Strip shamed. <laughs> they, they come up. They start, They go. You know, these are prime seats over here. If you, these are tip seats. You got to be tipping if you're sitting here. What? Are they friends with the the strippers? They go, yeah, we're, we're we're former strippers here. We know how it's done. Tell them to go shut the fuck up. That's exactly what my friend said. She's like, excuse me, we know how we've been giving money. We know we can handle the money ourselves. If and you want to donate, go for it. Yeah, what the hell? Fuck that shit. I love that. That is so fucking funny. And then they keep doing that. So eventually, we're like, here, take this, take the seats. And then two, three other girls came by. And they sat down. They didn't give any money. Oh, okay. So we're sitting next to these motherfuckers. They're, they're giving us mean looks the whole time. Oh my god! Then one of them goes up to actually do her dance. No, and she don't tried give to, her a dollar. Take she, take the money off the stage. She, she tried to. Uh, she tried to like uh, shame you into giving her no, money. No, no, no. She she tried to smooth things over because it was mainly her friend, her two friends that were shaming us. So she came up to us. She's like, "I hope that wasn't weird. I, you know, this is just a, we're all in this together, you know." And we're like, "Yeah, fuck off." So she goes up to do her dance. <laughs> My friend goes up to her friend who's in the front at this point, gives her $2 and says, hey, give this to your friend. Oh, good for her. Ballsy move. Ballsy ass move. And then afterwards, my friend goes up to her and she goes, I know you didn't really mean to do this and you're just having a good night, but you really did ruin our night. And I just want to let you know that. Good. Your friend's got some serious She does. And the girl goes, she kind of like, her eyes kind of like rolled into the back of her head because she she was pretty drunk and she goes i'm sorry i'm just an aggressive stripper tell her aggressive shit my ass who the fuck identifies as an aggressive stripper fuck that shit what kind of identity is that i don't know i walk around my the the world thinking i'm an aggressive stripper i can be an asshole <laughs> fuck oh, that noise. oh my god only you guys i'm sitting there I'm like, what the fuck is that shit it's bu- it is bullshit it, it is, is bullshit. fucking bullshit Gets t- who gets shamed who, for not who, tipping as much? Yeah, you got tip shamed. I got tip shamed by people, by not even by the stripper. Usually, the stripper is yeah. the one yelling at you. Yeah, these you, are you, other strippers sitting behind me yelling at that's me. That's a sisterhood of strippers. Fuck that shit makes a very unwelcoming environment. You know the most common complaint I hear from my friends when it comes to sex? What's that? They cannot get hard in the bedroom. 
Have they ever heard of BlueChew.com? BlueChew.com are chewable boner meds. They're going to make you hard in no time. And because they're chewable, they can work faster. You go to BlueChew.com, you meet with one of their online physicians for free, and if you qualify, they'll prescribe you medications that are the active ingredients found in Viagra or Cialis. Then they'll ship out these wonderful little packages that are discreet. No one knows you're taking boner meds. There's nothing to be ashamed of, but just in case you want to keep that privacy. And they'll come right to your door so you don't need to go to a pharmacist. It brings you confidence in the bedroom. Guess what? Right now we have an awesome deal. If you go to BlueChew.com and use our promo code MOM, you can get your first order free. You just pay $5 for shipping. That's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Use promo code MOM. Let me tell you something else. Speaking of inappropriate behaviors in a concert venue. Oh, boy. Do you know that there... What's that kid's name? Uh, Orange, Rex Orange County. Yeah. Young, is it like I a, love that you, you're like, do you know that Rex Orange County? Do you know who County? I'm talking about? Yeah, he, he appeals to young kids, like 12-year-olds, like I think. Mm-mm. Chris Martin said his it's his kid's favorite band. I don't know how, how old Chris Martin's kid is. But anyway... My brother loves Rex Orange County. Yeah. It's, a, it's not... He's 25. All right. So these, these guys behind us were obviously there to see the Black Keys or Lumineers or Coldplay. They were not there to see Rex Orange County. And do you know what those talk about motherfuckers did? Hmm. They're shouting out, you suck. This, get off the stage. What the fuck? And they were very, we were fairly close on the side of the stage. So I'm sure this kid could hear them. And it what was so mean. Shit. And I was worried that Dee's going to get up and get in his face. Oh, you know, because that's all he needs is to get activated. But luckily he was stoned enough that he, could, he wasn't engaging. Oh, wow. I'm like, do not engage. Do not engage. Someone else next to us engaged and oh, told wow. those guys they are assholes. It, you know, how old is it with those yelling? Um, they probably were in their late thirties, forties. Losers, drunk, Who does drunk that? losers being mean to people are assholes someone when they're on drunk. stage. People are fucking assholes when they're drunk. I was just very. Uh, it was ruining my good time too because I'm trying to listen to this guy sing, and I felt so bad for him. It's like he's getting heckled. He's getting heckled in a concert venue yeah. at the Forum, which is like huge. Who the fuck heckles artists? Isn't that a crazy thing? Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Who who heckles people watching strippers? I don't like that either. That's a, I got heckled. I got heckled more. You got strip strip strippers tipping strippers tipping. than I do on stage. <laughs> Fuck that noise. I don't oh. like that. Fuck that aggressive stripper. Let my me ass. let me mention something else that is a pet peeve of mine regarding that. I don't like roasts. I don't like roasts either. They're so hurtful. I was listening to... Um, <laughs> They're so hurtful. Nikki Glaser <gasps> was on Conan, and she was talking about... The, the She was doing an Alec Baldwin roast. Of course. And she was talking about how she was so upset, even though she knew that she was going to get roasted about her looks and things like that. She said she was taking everything personally and could not get it out of her head. Yeah. So well, why would you host a, a roast? It's, if, it's just it's just a I way of being mean. Ro- I hate roasts. See, roast. that's not your sense of humor. I hate it. Are you kidding me? That's the, I think you were trying... My, I think Dee's was roasting you with the hair. And he's a fucking idiot. Well, he does... Okay, don't say that mean things, okay? He just doesn't realize that that is roasting and you didn't 11 ask for a roast. years you've been with him he doesn't realize that i'm 12. not a big fan 12 years and he doesn't realize i'm not a big fan of roasting well i think you let him have it but the point is that i think that's a form of humor that I, some people think is funny i don't think it's funny you don't think it's funny i think it's hurtful think it's conan, shit conan doesn't like it either look at that so the people that you know really funny don't think roasting is funny uh, we've All had right. people on that are show who are big roasters by big the way roasters We've, we actually had the one of the champions of the roast battle on Comedy Central on our show. Who is that? Frank Castillo. 
He's pretty funny, actually. Frank is funny. He's very funny. Oh, uh, yeah. He is a good roaster. But the point is that I would hate to be the recipient, even though I have a give no fucks attitude. Yeah. It's not a fun thing. It's, hard it's, to, it's, not it's for really me. hard to sh- put up a wall. This is why I do the clown thing. The clown makes fun of themselves. You don't need to make fun of the clown. The clown gets themselves, their whole time, they're trying to get themselves in the shit to well, look like a fucking idiot. Am I a clown? Yeah, I think in a way you are. Okay. All right, I want to read some of these comments. Oh, I got something here on Instagram that says my favorite podcast. Love you guys. Thank you, Sadie. Thank you. Skylar says everyone should just be able to wear what they want, identify how they want without being questioned. Thank you, Skylar. Completely agree. My mother needs to agree as well. F to the C to the U to the case. And Tracy agree as well. Regarding the weed, Jamie says, my my 12-year-old had horrible depression from cannabis, medical cannabis. His condition is worse without it now, but he isn't having depressive thoughts. That's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's getting the right strain. There's all kinds of nuances that you got to get down. Uh, Regarding the concert, Skylar says, I agree, Karen. I'm 5'1 and almost get trampled at a music festival because everyone was closing in, but I'm too short. It's so horrible. When I was pregnant... It was the worst. I started getting severe anxiety because you're getting shoved into like, you know, just like going even getting into a venue. I, Scary I, shit. I know. I feel that. I could only people, imagine people if I were that a foot are, shorter. If you are a foot shorter because Dees is a foot taller than me, he doesn't get that. I'm like not comfortable in this situation. You know, it's terrifying. Completely terrifying. All right. Should we read some uh, some of these texts yes, that we've we been getting should. these days? Okay. Nate says, I just listened to the episode called Cam Pays to Get Whipped at a BDSM Party, and I'm shocked by his experience. I think you should come visit my dungeon. I think you'd like the environment a bit more. No drugs or alcohol are allowed, so we're all sober and cleaning products everywhere because, I mean, ew. They weren't cleaning their floggers? Whips are my favorite. I'm sorry you didn't enjoy yourself. More whips for Nate. (laughs) Nate, (laughs) you're not the first person, Nate, that invited us, or Cam in particular, to... Uh, experience at, at the dungeons. You get, you're always getting invites. I'm getting a lot of invites to dungeons, and I'm lucky. And I think it is a. Fu- they, they end up always being more fun atmospheres because people are very positive. They're very uh, inclusive, open-minded. No one's judging. I'll tell you, there's not going to be any fucking shaming like de roasting. And there's no. It's not going to be shaming like uh, uh, dollars on the strip club shaming. Right. There's right. None of that shit. Although actually. At this party, they were kind of fucking. They were pushing for the tips on that, and for the for the, the to if you see if you're watching. Anyway, I'm I'm open to trying again. I don't think that I I just I it does not turn me on that much if I don't have that connection with the person I'm paying to whip me. I think of it as kind of a show, and I just don't get it. I mean. I went to a, like one of those, what was it, Exotica, and I saw like some people in the, there's a whole BDSM area there, and there's people flogging and shit. I don't want to walk up there and say, hey, by the way, hit me. Some, some of the people I was but with But when you're growing up, that. everything is like, you know, I don't want to get spanked. I don't want to get, you know, beat with a whip. And mm-hmm. then you, what do you do when you get older? Oh, beat me with a whip. Yeah. Hmm. I think I think a lot of people do it. Somebody on say. Instagram named um, Paluga Joey says, Cam looks stoned. I'm very stoned right now. He's getting stoned on tea. Extremely without stoned. Any, but there's no cannabis in the tea. Hi, I'm Nick from Paris. I really love your podcast. Hello, Nick. Hello, bonjour. I, I've been wondering how... Merci beaucoup. Would this be... How do the Parisians take this podcast? Is it a, uh, you know, pushing boundaries the same way that it would push boundaries in America? Or is it, are people past this in, in France? Je ne sais quoi. Okay. At this point, this is not uh, helpful. Où est la bibliothèque? Okay. Those, those are my honors French in high school got me to those phrases. 
We got an extremely long message from Jake over here. Can you just summarize it? He was a huge, he's a huge fan of our show. Thank uh, you, Jake. He's a big fan of the courage that I had to quit my job after investigating the time in college and rolling the dice of a much less stable career. Your bank account is not agreeing, but everything else is fine. <laughs> you said, I've wanted to pursue acting forever, but ended up in a completely different path. Medicine, I struggled to reconcile abandoning the three degrees and eight years of education for the pursuit of acting. I also don't know how I would afford to. I don't know how people make much less money than me in, afford, in LA and afford things like classes, headshots, et cetera, are necessary to pursue acting. That said, I at least made it to California and have started taking acting classes. Hopefully, I'll find the time and That's courage to start. really pursue it. That's a good start right there. Just Any start. secrets on how you survive LA and what I presume from the podcast is a modest income? Let me why, know. Wait, why would he presume from the podcast that we are not rolling in the books? Um... <laughs> Because I think every time we mention Patreon, you explain that I, I use it to buy food for myself. Well, is it accurate? Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. so well, Patreon, a Thank little, you, a little First quick of all, plug. For people who don't know what Patreon is, it's a way you can support our podcast. It's at patreon.com slash sextalkwithmymom. Speaking of Patreon. And uh, you get bonus content that you don't get anywhere else. So check out patreon.com slash sextalkwithmymom. For as little as three bucks, you can join our fam. And we have an extra special bonus episode this week with the Pleasure Mechanics. So if you like that episode. Well worth the price of admission for that one. You get to hear about botanicals, botanical play in sex. That was pretty wild. And they also give me some some pretty good romantic advice. They basically told me to get queer with my romance. Yeah. Not in the sense of like. Here we go again. But see. We've come full circle on this podcast. What do you mean get queer Basically, they're, they're they're suggesting that you experiment with the other side. No, that's not. What does You're that mean? You're misinterpreting it. Queer means off script. Basically, don't you don't need to your your romantic life your, your romantic life doesn't need to follow the status quo of like you know Dating. you date you go on three dates you have sex you see how it is then you continue on and then you end up you know steady and then you or exclusive and then you end up in a you know yeah the typical trajectory yeah. she said go off script do whatever the fuck you need to do if you need to go to parties go to parties if you need to make it as if you get out of the dyad if you if you want to experiment with this other sex you can but that's not necessary it seems like you're hetero but you could still be queer in the sense that you can you know maybe it maybe you take 10 dates to before you have sex and maybe the type of sex you have is non-penetrative and maybe or maybe you'd have it the first day and you That's say not yeah. the first one that said non-penetrative sex might be the way to go for you i know and then i, I think it's penetrative is fine it, 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 <laughs> it's pretty fun but what i'm trying to say is it doesn't need to necessarily follow the script anyway you can hear all this in the yeah, patreon bonus episode yeah, yeah yeah and we have a very special thank you to our news patron andrew thank hey you. thank you andrew for joining us you rock. Thank you for making this show possible. I hope you enjoy those Patreon bonus episodes. And if you guys have any ideas for future challenges for for Patreon, let us know. Can we get back to Jake, the, the doctor who is... Uh, yeah, I'm, I, uh, Jake is doing the right thing. I mean, he's. it sounds like he likes both. He likes medicine. He feels, you know, that it was a good worthwhile investment, but he also would love to experiment with his acting. Sort of like you experimenting with being uh, queer. <laughs> but let, let, uh, let so, you know, Jake, just keep going with it. And, you know, sometimes... You'll get a, a break that you never thought it would happen and, and you might go that path. But I know doctors that are perfectly happy being doctors and doing some um, acting on the side as a hobby. So it could go either way. Yeah, I, I would also say with regard to your question, how do you afford LA and things like all that shit? All of my friends in LA that are pursuing 
a career in the arts also have a job, like some sort of part-time job. Sometimes two. Some definitely yeah. two. Like I've gone through phases where I've had multiple jobs. You've bartended, at once. barista. You've done all, everything. Oh yeah, and uh, it's it's been good experience actually. That real world experience. Yeah. But I think in LA, you it's could kind sell of this, you could sell pictures of your feet like me. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot. Of, a lot of my friends do types like sugar daddy type sugar well, baby. Well, I type don't situations. suggest this guy who's a doctor to be a sugar baby. Okay, maybe not. But there are ways to make... I don't suggest that at all. I think the best ways to make money, though, involve your skill set and will hopefully... Have something to do with what you're trying to get accomplished. They'll amplify your own skills and that can be applied to acting. Right. So for me, my right now... You did ACT tutoring. Does that apply? I never did it actually out here. No, but you have done it. But I'm saying... It's like right now, I'm... So right... My biggest risk is this podcast because you know who knows if this will ever make us that much money it does not make me enough money to survive right now so in order to survive i created this podcast now we're called pleasure podcasts and that's what funds me me to do this podcast just so you know i don't fund any of your thank you you're a very self-sufficient human being right so pleasure podcast basically uh, you know, it's it's a network of all these other awesome sex podcasts. I sell ads across these podcasts. I take a percentage. That's how I make money. And I'm very impressed with you, son, Thank for you. performing but, this collective. But as a result, because I'm involved with that peripheral, creating that network, I end up learning a shitload that helps us with this podcast. Right. Whether so, that's with marketing so or with, you know, what can he connecting do with our listeners. That's acting then and related yeah, I mean, to. He can play I know, an actor, can, doctor on TV. That's exactly right. Yeah. Do commercials. For, for remember you did a commercial for uh, i think sudafed or something or no an add drug when yeah, you were in sixth grade yeah yeah i remember that yeah we had someone say uh cam if you go up to, to a single hetero woman and say i'm queer you won't get laid thank you shane i've been saying that okay so that is uh not correct in my experience that, well i mean i think you're thinking because because you you are so open-minded at this point and I have talked to so many different sexologists and and people in the in the know that everyone understands what queer means, but the average person doesn't know that queer means well, that anything could... besides gay. Because I used to say queer was nerdy. Okay, and it... now queer is not. It's only for people that are at least somewhat open-minded sexually. Okay, so a, I think that's a very different time than the time that you grew up and the time that right now. So that's an assumption you're making that no, people I'm would not understand queer what queer meant. Queer when I grew up meant nerdy okay it did I, not mean gay straight it also, not, I nothing think sexual the meaning of queer right now is 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 not that well like i don't think it is well understood either because the, that's the, what i'm the saying the pleasure mechanics we're using it in a completely different way than that's what this typically. person shane is saying right so but that doesn't mean you can't have a conversation and it's not like i'm going up and saying i'm queer to people because i don't necessarily identify as queer because who knows what the what it means to them i don't why why label in in a way that it might be misconstruing who you are in, in the first place. But anyway, regardless of the situation, I know a lot of people who w- would be attracted to me even more so if I say, you know, I'm experimental, that, you know, I, I don't go by a, a specific script. Then they think you're kind of like this hippy dippy. Yeah. And a lot of the people I that I do hang out with are, are kind of in this mindset. Hippy dippy mindset. This but then you get to, you get with a hippy dippy person, then you get nervous because they're too loose and no that's not the case okay because again you i belong in this in this little group as well and clearly i'm not too loose you're kidding and i don't think a lot of the people in my in this group are too loose i think mm. that's a 
that's a mis uh Paluga Joe always said the same thing. Queer meant odd or different in my day. Yeah, I wonder how old how old are you, Shane? No, this is Paluga Joey. Yeah, and how long old are you, Paluga Joey? Yeah, okay. how old are you guys? Okay, so Mary says, uh, Hello, Karen and Cam. I found you guys about a month ago through the Body Storytelling Podcast and fell in love instantly. You two have such an amazing chemistry and make me laugh like a madman every night at work. I'm glad to see that there is a mother and child out there with a relationship a lot like mine and my mom's. Aww. Thank you for doing what you do. And Cam, you are easily one of the most adorable guys I've ever seen in my life. Ooh. If I was single, I'd be all over that. Lots of love. Thank you, Mary. Mary. Um, we got the, uh, uh, Mary, does that change Sh- your mind if some people are encouraging me to be queer? Now, Shane is... Shane says, I'm your age, Cam. So he's like okay, 30s. So I guess we're in maybe different... And Peluga Joey's 55, more like my age. So there we go. Now you understand the difference. We grew up in a different... Uh, yeah, it could be generation. different different area, different geographic areas, no, different friend groups. Age, age. It, it, Peluga Joey, but I'm saying Shane disagrees. Oh, Shane is kind of like a broy kind of guy, maybe. Who knows? You don't know. Anyway, question for you guys. Uh, th- this is from another listener. Uh, I'm not sure if you've addressed it before. Please direct me to it if you have. Circumcision. I'm pregnant with a boy. Am Jewish, but married a non-Jewish man. We're raising the kids Jewish, so the things thing to do is have a bris but i'm trying to make sure i do all the research before we actually decide especially since he's not totally excited about the prospect as a jewish man and mama who i assume had a bris what are your thoughts opinions on having a circumcised penis ever wish it was otherwise never thought about it any effects on your sex life cam thank you you know it's hard to say what i don't what the experience would be like if i had foreskin there but you do know what it is i know what foreskin is you know that amount of care that has to go into that. You have enough issues. I think you have a lot of assumptions about foreskin. I know, but that you've we've had Craig Conan talk about his foreskin. How he had to have a, uh, basically had to have circumcision at age twenty because there was issues with it. I mean, it requires more care. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, you, I've also heard there's more, uh, you can get more sensitivity. That's there. That's all you need. I don't. I have not needed that, obviously. But who knows? You know, it's hard to know. Um, here's, here's so, Shane just like stirring the pot by the way I know you wouldn't go up to somebody and say I'm queer yeah uh, uh, oh so, so Flowers got great questions lots of research out there around circumcisions uh, we haven't honestly explored circumcision on the show that much no we haven't we uh, haven't had any experts on so this is a completely I gotta, I gotta be honest with you I don't know and I've slept with a few men in my day and I've seen a lot of penises in my day I don't know. I've, I don't think I've ever seen an uncircumcised penis in my generation. Are you kidding? In my day, or even in you know future generations, um, regardless of your religion, there's circumcision. So, I mean, it's, it's performed in the hospital. Uh, okay, so I went to a Korean spa with a big group of people last night. All You just get naked with a bunch of people. Did you see any uncircumcised penis? Uh, I wasn't really inspecting... But I have seen uncircumcised penises there. By the way, there is so much variation in terms of dick size. I'm, I'm constantly floored. I think I saw one yesterday that was a flaccid penis that was bigger than my erect penis. It was unbelievable. How, how did you feel about this? I, I, that could, I, I was blown away. In the sense of something desirable or something that... Not really. I mean, this thing was a... A monstrosity. A monstrosity. Yeah, honestly. Was I, it circumcised? Uh, circumcised, I think. I, I I think so. Yeah. So so most of them that I saw were circumcised, but some, I don't know. I wasn't really, you know, I didn't have my glasses on. I wasn't using. You know. so last week I asked people what, what is their biggest sex question. Four out of like uh, 
like, I don't remember how many, maybe I had 50 responses, four questions about penis size. Still, mm-hmm. why don't people realize penis size is irrelevant and that it matters so much more with what you do with that penis than no, the for size? Men, for men, it, I, I know, but I don't get it. I don't get where people's okay, masculinity goes. I don't, don't want to go there. We talked size. about it so much. Okay. Uh, so my opinion on penis size or uh, on circumcised penises. To be honest, I can only speak from my own experience. I enjoy my circumcised penis. Uh, I have never wished it were otherwise. Uh, I don't often think about it. I I don't think I've ever thought about it. Um, if you had a child I, today, would I, you have him circumcised? Be honest. I would probably do the same research that this person. But to be honest, and ultimately, would you have him circumcised? Well, I think just because of the Jewish tradition, I'd probably just cut the thing off. Cut the whole dick off. Because of, <laughs> of Jewish tradition? Yeah. I, I don't think it... Because I think it these days, people are going all sorts of directions. I even know a Jewish girl who's not having her kids circumcised. Okay, so here's what Flower says. It's huge in America. doesn't sound like there's true reason for it. Netflix has a scary documentary about it, too. Thankfully, a mom of girls, but do research. Best wishes on that decision. Yeah. Thank you, Flower. We're not experts, uh, but... But we have our own opinions. I, you're lumping me into this. No, I really don't we feel have a strongly. Right to, everybody has a right to their what, opinion. What is your opinion? You, 100% you, get it, uh, the foreskin removed. I, I don't need any extra, generational extra flaps or smegma underneath that. It, it's a lot harder to keep it clean. I, I just, I don't see the, I don't know. I like You've to, never even been with I one. Like, that's what I, I'm saying. I don't think it's going to change. And for, for your experience with it, I don't think it would even make Eric, that big of a here, difference. Shane said, I am not circumcised and his son isn't either. I don't see any point in it. Can't imagine upkeep is that much more, truly. So, there you go. So, I don't think it's a big difference. And I think that it's just in your head. It's about in my it. head. But because I, I have some friends who aren't circumcised and it's not a big deal at all. All right. Yeah. That's, you asked me what I would do, I would still circumcise you. Well, you did circumcise me. All right. And next it, question. <laughs> Hi, Cameron Karen. Can I just tell you that? Oh, never mind. Go what? ahead. No, no, no. What were you going to say? No, you had a different guy that circumcised you than circumcised your brother. Oh. I think yours was like uh mine planted mine. I just, <laughs> I just mine took my foreskin and planted it somewhere in his house. That's what you're supposed to do. Can you imagine all these little tips all over in his planters in his house? <laughs> but my father was very upset because one of them didn't wear gloves. Oh he fuck. freaked out about it. Uh, as he should. I hope it wasn't mine. Uh so we had Raylene saying just wanted to share something funny. I was giving my sister-in-law a break as my 10-month-old nephew has an ear infection and cries and cries all through the night. I was oh. up all night and so tired. I found myself singing, let me tell you about the birds ah. and the bees and the flowers and the trees. Thank you. Thank goodness he can't hear talk yet. Your podcast is my favorite. Oh, that's Thank you sweet. very much, Raylene. Um, good luck with that little that little kinder. I love that they're using let me tell you about the birds and the bees for lullabies. Oh, yeah. You know what you liked? Parabaila Yep. Cam was Bamba Boy. Bamba Boy. Uh, hi, Mom. OMG. Cam's story about the mucus in the salad, 10 out of 10. Oh. I would never have guessed he would have take, He would actually take a serving from okay. Chuck Tuna. Thank you, Chuck. I think I surprise people sometimes with my ability to be disgusting. Yeah, like w- one time when you went to camp. What do you mean? You went on some sort of like uh, adventures cross country or whatever it was that you did. Oh, yeah. And yeah. somebody bet you. 
Like $50. Yeah. If money's involved, I'm going to do any. I'll do it. So what was it I again? I put my fucking head in the sink of sewage. <laughs> I knew it was something like $50? that. $50? Oh, yeah. Se- sewage. Two showers? Easy. Easy money right there. Oh. My friend yesterday turned to me and was like, I don't know why you like this place. This does not seem like your place, the Korean spa. Because... It's full of germs. It's full of germs. You're full of contradictions. I am. I like. I like doing that. I like being that paradox. Yeah, you're a paradox. Uh, Last, the last comment I wanted to get to. Bobby says it sucks when I have thoughts going through my head and no one to share them with. I know. I felt bad when he said that. This is exactly how I felt after two days of smoking weed. Um, Flower just said, "Just your willingness to do new things. The salad was crazy. You were raised right. Thank you." Flower. Thank you very much, Flower. And just to recap for those who didn't hear that episode, it was basically that <laughs> my sister-in-law had came over for dinner and she had a she terrible was cold and she decided to... This snot was falling into the fucking salad in the bowl. cellar. Oh, don't you smell her making whiskey down that old underneath? In her eye, there is a matter that keeps dripping in the batter and she whistles where the fuck goes down her nose. It was fucking down her nose. so disgusting. It was coming down her nose, onto her lips, and into the salad bowl. And then everyone started eating the salad after acknowledging that Including that's Including you, who's a germaphobe. It's weird. It was, it was a bold move, but, you know, I got a story out of it. It's all for the bit. It's all for the bit. Yeah, there's a lot. You guys on pod, on this podcast are lis- and listening to us everywhere in, in the world. You don't know how much stuff we do for the bit. We do a lot for the bit. I will force myself to do stuff just so I could talk about it later on the show. I, what? Like what? Oh, are you kidding me? All right. We got shall, which, where, where shall I begin on that one? Do you have an example or no? Yes. Hmm. I invited my Uber driver who said he was a meth dealer onto the show. I could not believe what was going on. He said he was the original Breaking Bad. Oh, my God. And now I'm thinking it was a lie. <laughs> because he never returned my phone call when I asked him if he wanted to be on the show. Jesus Christ. But he literally was selling meth, doing meth. He said he had 35 days of no sleep on meth. Is that even possible? No. Okay, it was bullshit. It's a bullshit lie. All right, I would like you to... Uh, Miss Casey Foodie said, there's no fucking way I would have eaten that crap. <laughs> will you will you wrap things up, Mother? No, because you're going to read an uh, iTunes review. Oh, my fellow citizens, if you want to support our show, please do us a favor. Wherever you are, go to ratethispodcast.com slash mom. Ratethispodcast.com slash mom. That's also in the show notes of this episode. And it tells you where you can leave us a review and gives you directions. It's very simple to use. And it really, really helps us out. And I would love to read a, a review. I can't believe my mother remembered about this. My mind is, I think this this matcha tea is really making my mind active. Well, unfortunately, it wasn't matcha tea. It was <laughs> <laughs> yerba mate. Okay. Uh, this one is from Little Floofy. An eventful morning made better. Five stars. I found this podcast maybe two weeks ago and have been desperately tr- trying to binge all the episodes. Obviously, I'm still behind, but I'm ecstatic to have found a podcast that helps me with this horrid Atlanta commute to and from work. Today, amongst my car crapping on me halfway home to visit my family, Aww. five-hour trip in total, this podcast helped me get back with not a single tear about my now screwed up weekend and the daunting expense of having my car towed. A rental car, rental car to get home and the unknown expense to have my car fixed as I had to leave it in a different state until Monday oh. when it can, it can be looked at. Oh, my Lord. This is little floofy? Yeah. Thank oh. you so much for being a companion of humor on my way home today after a very rough morning. You both are amazing people, and I'm so happy that there are more people in this world that are so open and non-judgmental. Non-judgmental. You hear that? Non-judgmental regarding sex. Who, me? I, I'd say sometimes you have some judgments. 
Okay, I got that out of that little floofy. You're adorable, and I'm so thrilled that we can help you. It does help a lot. I do this when I'm like stuck somewhere. I put on a podcast. Yeah, you know, and then it it does make the time go by, and you this don't really. This is why we do it. This is, it is why rare. we do it. I, it's hard for me to find podcasts that I, you know, that I you can, can listen, listen to, to before all the way bed, to, yeah. where I'm like, oh, you know, I don't, I don't want to get act. I don't want to be like fucking all riled up by whatever the fuck this content is like the daily i start I, every Why time i listen, listen to the new york times don't daily I almost, I almost no you ready gotta, to cry no listen to conan i do listen or, yeah that's or great. sex talk with my mom there's only two you gotta listen <laughs> conan because he does some funniest interviews and he's brilliant or sex talk with my mom <laughs> just one or the other just pick your pick your poison well um, thank you very much for this review little floofy i hope your car is doing well uh, i'm glad this could take you through that and thank you for anybody willing to send us a review because we might Read yours next Shane time. Shane says, I'll write a review today if I can. Thank, Thank you, you, Shane. Shane. All right. All right. You give them that uh, website. Ratethispodcast.com slash mom. You got it. All right. You want to sing them out? And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and Cam doing a little yodel e yodel e. Cam's a little yodel, little Dutch girl. Shit, we, we got a bunch. Can I just wrap up with a few more comments? Sure. Go for it. <laughs> Okay, regarding the BDSM clubs, Lisa says, that's what I think about the swingers clubs. Inclusive, friendly people letting their hair down. Yes, yeah, so maybe, maybe you're better with swingers instead of uh, BDSM. Regarding circumcision, Jamie says, my husband's friend hates sex and masturbation after being circumcised as an adult. Oh, oh I that, can imagine that, that big can difference. Be, huge difference. Lisa says, I have once and I was shocked. What? I'm not sure. Maybe. So, uh, been so with an uncircumcised And Corinne says, my first was not circumcised. See? Uh, and then Jamie says, I've always watched a, a doctor totally mess up newborn circumcisions and the pain is super horrible. Oh, oh. she's also watched. Not oh, always. I was going to say, how many times has she watched that? Karine <laughs> says, I didn't have my son circumcised. And Jamie says, as a mother, baby nurse, I wouldn't do it to my own. And But my son was born when you was young and dumb. See, I think this is a new trend. People are going to be, we're going to try to get a circumcised expert on the show. I think you're going to get like, it's uh, so uh, polarized. You I know? know. That's what I'm saying. You're even, I'm most likely, if you find someone, it's going to be someone who is totally against it. Yeah, yeah. It's hard to yeah, get. We'll a, it's gonna, it's can... hard to get a good moral on the show. Well, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna see what we can do. For those of you who don't know what a, what a moral is, it's a Jewish the Jewish guy who performs circumcisions. Okay. At what's known as brisses. All right, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. You make our week by contributing to the show. So thank you for all who we love you guys. Thank who, you. Who thank texted you. in at yes text mom? You're, Feel free to hit us up there. Yes text yes. mom with any questions or comments. You're part of our family. We'd love to hear your thoughts in this episode. And uh, thank you to all our cast boxers who who uh, chimed in. Thank you to Captain Megan for for moderating this convo. Thank you for Skylar for always doing our socials. Yeah, you fucking rock, Skylar. Thank you, and. Um, Thank you to Lisa for handling our Facebook page, Sex Talk with My Mom and Friends. And thank you to all our patrons. And thank I, you to you, Cam. Oh. For, for doing the, going the extra mile setting this up. Oh. Thank you to you, Mother. All right. This is enough. <laughs> all right. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.